Hello everyone and welcome to Sagab. This is your host, Badr Amin, author of the book, Happy Life, Summarized Guide and Habits to Self-Development. In this podcast, we aim to find common habits of people in different industries, such as but not limited to sports, investing and business, by identifying their mental and practical habits, routines and recommendations for you as a listener to be able to integrate it to your own life. Thus, the podcast will hopefully help you identify what are the common essentials that contribute significantly and maximize their performance, regardless of the industry. The podcast is divided into two parts, where the guests will talk about the mental practices, self-talk, and who is successful to them, whereas the other part is more into the practical habits and routines integrated into their daily life and the recommendations for the listener. So, please enjoy and take notes. Our guest is Abdullah Al-Kamda, founder of Homey, a startup serving your home essentials and necessities, which they offer a rewarding system to it as well, and would be hopefully and officially live in December. Fingers crossed for that. Abdullah is a 26 years old who invests in real estate, cryptocurrencies, and Forex to name a few. You can find Abdullah on LinkedIn at Abdullah Al-Kamda, which is A-B-D-U-L-L-A-A-L-K-A-M-D-A. Instagram at Kamda1, which is K-A-M-D-A-H-1. I would like to thank Abdullah for being part of this podcast. And without further ado, let's dive in. Abdullah, thank you for being here. Uh, thank you so much for the opportunity. My pleasure. So, Abdullah, you started with, with um, before starting Homey, you started with cryptocurrencies and investments, and you are a business graduate. Yes. So why did you start with cryptocurrencies, real estate, and investments? I mean, usually with people who are at 26 years old would go to, let's say, trying to have jobs and etc. Why did you go into investments directly? Um, so first, I've had a job. In Microsoft, uh, I was an intern for around uh, 11 months. Okay. Then it started growing on me that I have more capabilities than being just an employee. And life was too short for me just to settle with something that I know where I'll be in the next five years if I continue in this industry. So after around five months being in Microsoft, I learned so much that uh, I got an idea for a company that I believe is going to be extremely successful, inshallah, once it goes live. So the second I had this idea and I worked on it and I made the brainstorm, I left Microsoft. I went to get the licensing. I started the patent for this uh, new idea and I started working on my startup company. Could you like briefly explain what's Homey that would benefit and who who would it benefit? Okay, look. So Homey is a is a mobile application platform. It's okay. uh, it's for consumer services, basically home related services, services such as uh, cleaning such as laundry, such as uh, car wash, pet care, whatever you can think of that you need in your home as a service, we provide it. At the same time, we have uh, home-related bills uh, that are organized in the app. So we have uh, your DWA bills, you ha- we have your uh, internet bills or your mobile, uh, mobile phone bills, anything that is mandatory of any person that lives here to pay, we have it in, in, in this application. So anything that is related to your home, from the bills or services, we have it in this application platform. And on top of that, we created a very unique and it will be hopefully the globally first uh, rewarding system that no one has seen ever yet. 
where you get rewarded that every time you purchase something and it's a huge reward it's not even something simple hmm. so we're not talking about you get uh, the typical coupons or the typical tokens you're going to get one order free every time you order two things no it's something way bigger than that interesting if you want to go back a bit You said that uh, life is too short and you don't want to be in a place where five years from now you would know where you want to be. Mm-hmm. What made you decide such a thing? As I told you, I'm 26 years old, as you know. Okay. Yeah. So, and the life expectancy of a human is around 75. So I already lived one third of my life. So if I have 50 years left, I better take risks and I better do things that are unexpected for me to reach unexpected places. Hmm. So for me, I feel like uh, it's always people are running out of time and they need to, they should never take their time for granted and they should always seize the opportunity. For me, I don't want to, I don't want to know that I had a regular job or I had a regular story. I always want to leave an impact. I always want to be remembered after I'm gone. So this is the best way of doing it, I believe. And I believe you can only get rewards based on the risks that you give. Uh, no no risks, no reward in life. This is uh, something I always believe in. So would it be, let's say, if, if you're purpose-driven or something that is driving you, would it be like you're trying to to leave a legacy or try to have something unconventional in your own life? Would that be it? Not only leaving a legacy, uh, showing a new path, opening a gateway for people to, to follow. I want to show them that they should never settle where where they're moving. The problem is with people right now, and it's going to be extremely controversial, but I will talk about it. It's people tend to get married too early and then they're tied with their responsibilities to provide for their family and for their kids. So they cannot take the risks that they're willing to take. They're tied. They're scared that what if I don't provide to, to my family? What if I don't do that? What if I do? I believe that humans must take risks Because um, where is the excitement or the pleasure if you know exactly where you're going to be in the next five to 10 years in your corporation or the company that you're working in? Um, so yeah, I didn't tie myself with any responsibilities. I made sure that I don't have, uh, I, uh, I will not take accountability for anyone but for myself if I fail in my endeavors. Uh, and that's why I have the freedom to do what I want. Okay. Um- then who would be successful to you? That would be Muhammad Ali. And if you're going to ask me why, it's because he's a person who who never deviated away from what he believed in. Mm. Uh, he let go of his money. He let go of his success, his uh, championship belt, just because he believed that it was not right to do something. And I, sh- I believe everyone should have this courage to do the things that they believe in and to stand for what they believe in. And even against odds, even after he left prison, he went against odds and he beat every champion that was in his uh, category of weight. So people said, okay, he's done. After four years of uh, being in prison, he never worked out. He didn't uh, train for boxing. How can he beat these people that are, are in front of him? And mm-hmm. then he was put there and he beat every single person. He shut shut off the doubters and uh, he never let words get to his head. This is, he's a big role to me. Yeah, interesting, interesting. Okay, you mentioned that Muhammad Ali never deviated from his purpose yeah. and he proved everybody wrong. So yeah. let's say um, his environment was against 
were betting yes. against his success, right? Yes. And your self-talk, for example, how would you or how would you incorporate it with respect to success or how would you incorporate it with respect to um, being aligned or remaining on the path that you are to, to achieve it? From what I told you, what I like about Muhammad Ali, which I'm using right now, is being courageous to do whatever you want. I was courageous. I know I could have, uh, I was going to get an offer from Microsoft with an extremely good salary and an extremely good uh, position. But I took the measurements to leave and to start my own thing with knowing the risks, but being able to overcome them and knowing and believing in myself that no matter what, I will overcome it. And if I don't, I will never have any regrets. And uh, so, yeah, what I would say is uh, you can see it in, in the name of my company. So the name of my company is Homey. So um, so many locals, and I know you would understand that, they're going to say, why did you name such a company with a childish name? It should be a company of that should be respected globally and uh, in the corporate world, and no one will take it seriously if, it, if the name is Homey. No, I'm, I'm going to tell them no, and you're going to see why. I would always do what I believe in that's going to work, and... With my confidence, I know that people will will not doubt my company anymore. Okay, and I know you said that you have, in a way, freed yourself from responsibilities. So okay. would you say life would be challenging and hard or challenging and easy? It's not, look, if you're going to believe that life is hard, it's going to be hard. If you're going to believe life is easy, then it's going to be easy. It's all mental on how you take it. So I'm going to tell you about myself. Obviously, I've went through hardships uh, as a kid uh, in my childhood and everything. And I believe so many people did go through that. And I actually have even family members who went through exactly what I went through. But I have one sibling who dwelled in his past and he always takes excuses on saying, yeah, but this happened to me and this happened to me and... Now that's because, uh, and the, this is why this is happening to me in my life. I don't take that. I don't believe in it. And I don't have this path in my life. And uh, everything that I've went through, I'm proud of. Everything that happened to me, I'm proud of. Because it shaped me to the, to being the person that I am now. I actually feel like I'm, I'm so happy about it that I know I have a mental edge above everyone because of what I went through. It's how you take life. If you want it to be easy, it will be easy. Uh, believe me and trust me. And that's coming from a person who went through so much. And I still believe that life is easy as long as you can face it uh, head on. Interesting. And now you're on a journey of starting Homey or a startup. And would you have for that Homey where you want to become or where you want to be? Would you visualize that success or that exact place that you would want to be in? It's extremely important to visualize it because by visualizing things, you're going to have the confidence to back it up and you're going to know how to step up your game to, to do it right. I believe big time in, uh, in visualization. I've actually read a book about visualization. It's called uh, The Secret hmm. by Byron. It's, uh, it's, uh, she's called Rhonda Byron, sorry. Yeah. And she talks about visualization and manifestation and how if you believe in things and you actually from your heart like you find inner peace and you do love yourself and you believe that you could do it nothing is impossible you could reach it no, no matter what the uh, no matter what the cost is no matter what you've been through through life 
no matter the odds against you, you can always make it happen. Okay. And would you support the the visualizations with, let's say, specific habits to help you achieve that goal and help you to achieve that productivity level so that you can achieve the goals? Uh, yes, it's important uh, to have habits that uh, gives you, that gives you inner peace. If you do yoga to give you inner peace, to make you relaxed, then yeah, then do that. If jogging for you gives you inner peace, then then do that. Always find something that gives you joy and do that in your free time so it can boost you up in your hard times as well. All right. And if there are anything that you would do other than the the the, the jogging, I know that it comes in congruence or it mm-hmm. comes in parallel to the physical work, let's say, that is related to work or to achieving, let's say, your goals for the day or for the week. How would you systemize your day? So in the morning, I have to wake up early on. It's just something that I've learned actually as recent as uh, last month. Uh, when you wake up at 7 a.m. or 6 a.m., you suddenly your your um, like you you wake up fresh. You wake up and you're ready for the day, and you have so much time for you to work on yourself. So uh, I would first wake up and I will check the emails for my uh, for my company or anything that is related to the investments that I'm making. I I update myself with everything. I check my schedule for. Uh, for uh, uh, meetings or any interview and such. And then I, I would have an hour or two to go to the gym to work out. And uh, at the same time, most of the time right now, I don't hang out at night. I don't try to go enjoy myself because I believe your 20s will define and refine you at the same time. So it's an extremely important time in someone's life to to take advantage of this time to to work on themselves so you can relax in your 35s. You can relax at your 30s and 40s. You don't leave. Most of the people right now, they, they leave the 20s and they say, yeah, we're going to start working on, on in 30s. But when you work in your 30s and I'm working in my 20s, what you reach as a 40, I will reach as a 30. Do you get it? So I have I need to capitalize with the time that I have. Okay. Um, would you have written statements or images to remind you why you're doing certain things? Yeah, obviously, my family, friends, teachers, any role models I had in my life, I want to help and support all of them. And I just, I I can't do that just with love. It needs to be financially. I need to show them that everything they've done for me will be as repaid. And and I show them that if I'm going up, they're going up with me. So yeah, definitely. The people that I care about and the people that I love. Hmm. Let's say when challenges or fears or failures hit, what steps are taken? First and most importantly, I never regret any failure or rock bottoms that I had. I'm the man that I am today because of the failures that I've had in my past, honestly. I'm actually proud of the failures and any sort of setbacks that, uh, that I've had because it gave me the mental edge, as I told you, around, like over almost everyone. Uh, you could either dwell in the past or you could take it as an advantage and it all depends on, on you and how to use it. Hmm. Interesting. So. If I want to say, like, what beliefs others should adopt? What beliefs? Yes. Mm, they should believe that they can, like, they should make their imagination limitless. Honestly, there's a quote that I love. It's a very beautiful quote. It says, a man without an imagination is like a bird without wings. Hmm. Some people imagine, they, they have an imagination to create something new. 
uh, in the business industry, in the scientific industry or such. And people, most of the people might laugh at them because it's something unfamiliar with other people. But, but the person who, who has an imagination should never shy away from imagining something that's different, from imagining something that's unique, something that other people didn't think about. The only reason God gave you this imagination is because he knows other people won't have this uh, imagination as well. Like if you get a specific idea, don't share it with someone because if they end up laughing at you and they end up, uh, this is the reason God gave you specifically this idea because other people will laugh at it while you're going to capitalize and take advantage of it to use it for for yourself and for the uh, for the people that are going to be affected by this idea that you have. Okay, so when you say don't share it with people, mm-hmm. what do you mean exactly? What I'm telling you is if you have a dream, if you don't share it, people cannot shoot it down. Some people get influenced by what others are telling them. Let's yeah. say you share an, a new idea. Some people will shoot it down. Some people will tell you, oh, no, this is not going to work and blah, 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 blah. But the reason you thought of it is because God gave it to you and not to them. Because if they're going to shoot it down, then why should you share it to them? You capitalize on it. You take it in heart and work on it yourself. Why should you share it with people that you should only share an idea as long as you respect people's opinions? If you have a role model and you know he's not an, uh, a pessimist, then share it with them and take their suggestion and improve on the idea that you're already working on. But if you know this person laughs at a stupid, uh, they might call it a stupid idea or unfamiliar idea or uh, uh, something that they don't know, then don't share it with them. Protect yourself and protect your idea and keep it to yourself. So would it be, let's say, if you would like to capitalize on them and sometimes the people who would believe in you would be people whom you don't know, right? Mm-hmm. Maybe in your circle of influence or in your circle of, of, uh, of people, the idea that you have does not resonate with them. Let's put it that way. It's not like they would shoot every idea, but they just don't see what you're trying to see or what you're trying to achieve. Mm-hmm. So how can you capitalize on an idea that whenever your surroundings does not have the same uh, concept of it. You would need to go and to speak to people who may have that uh, perspective on it, right? Or that may believe of the future that you may want to achieve. Mm-hmm. So how would you capitalize on it? You would capitalize on it by, like, do you want me to tell you how to capitalize on a person if he doesn't have that role model who can give him suggestions? Yes. Work on it. Uh, if you don't have anyone to help you, look, at the end of the day, you're you're the master of your sea. Yeah, you should never depend on anyone to make you reach your goals. You know, yeah, no one is going to make your life easier. No one is going to improve your life. No one is going to help you reach where you are, except if you yourself, you believe in it. As I see and it hurts me to see that so many people depend on other specific people to reach where they want to reach. Oh. This is a smart guy. I will stay with him until I reach where I want to, or, uh, or where I want to, or uh, or um, let's say I know if I get close to this person, he's gonna help me, or let's say uh, anything of that sort. You're the only person who controls your ship. You get it. You navigate where you go. So if there is no one to help you, then do it yourself. 
there is a of course you know him Arnold Schwarzenegger uh, he is uh, he's an actor and a successful bodybuilder in uh, in America he was in uh, when he was in I believe Germany he he traveled from Germany all the way to America to find his dream you get it he risked everything he had no role role, role models in his country so at the age of 16 or 18 I believe at such a young age he left the country by himself and he went to America to pursue pursued uh, persuade his uh, dreams and he was successful he became the most almost the most successful bodybuilder of all time one of the most recognized actors of all time he made the best movies ever he never limited himself he never said i'm nowhere in this country so why would i go to america he never said that he went to america he didn't say oh i'm too skinny i'm too small to be a bodybuilder he became one of the most successful bodybuilders of all time. After becoming a bodybuilder, he never said, oh, now that I became a bodybuilder, I can never become a, uh, an actor. He never said that. He became one of the most successful actors of all time. After being an actor, he never said that I can never govern, uh, govern a state in America. He became a governor of a state in America. He never limited himself and look at where he went. You know... Uh... I came across a video on social media in which he mentions that he doesn't have plan B. The only plan he has is plan A because the moment you try to create another plan, that means that your focus on the first plan would be deviated. Yes, definitely. You start manifesting the plan B. Never, I, I believe by never having a plan B and just focusing on plan A and uh, look, always, always try to predict the things that could go wrong in plan A for you to be prepared to solve them. And if you ever get a problem that is unpredictable, uh, like you couldn't predict it and you face this problem, never shy away from it. Face it head on. And as long as you believe in yourself that you can face it and uh, and uh, pass through this problem, you will pass through it. So, yeah, just focus on plan A and give your plan A your full attention and um, just know that you should always be prepared. In my head, when he says there is no plan B, I assume that uh, he wouldn't deviate from plan A. However, if the approach to reach plan A did not work, he would devise another approach to reach plan A. So the, 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 the objective or the goal never changes. However, the methods to reach that objective may change and mm-hmm. according to the problems or challenges or the situation, the methods change, yeah? Mm-hmm. This is a problem I faced actually with my own company. So my idea, I didn't get it directly. I didn't get the idea that I'm working on right now. So it was, uh, and I will be very honest with it, it was such a horrible idea, but it had some scent of, it had some uh, opportunity in it. So when I took it to someone, someone uh, from my role models, he's my uncle. He's an extremely smart guy, observant, and he gives really good advices and he's uh, uh, optimistic always. So I chose this person. And when I went to him and I asked him, how can I improve it? He gave me small tips. And then I went home and I worked on it. And I didn't only work on his tips. I, I worked on things that I saw I could improve. So it always stayed as plan A. And your uh, belief that you will always hit a wall where you cannot, anyone who opened his own company knows what I'm talking about right now. You're always going to hit a wall 
that tells you you cannot go any further. You will try to go left or right, or and it will keep uh, staying still. And you have to climb this wall. You have to climb it. You should never give up on this uh, on, on this approach because you're always going to hit this wall in any different idea that you get. So you should always know how to surpass this problem. So I kept improving my idea and my kept improving it. And then I reached which I thought was the best way to start this company. And then I hit another wall and I was able to surpass it. I improved the idea. I kept improving the, the idea until I reached a place where even governmental entities are extremely happy with what I'm working on and they want to integrate their IPA to join me as well. So this is a quick question. Since you have hit a wall or multiple walls, have you pivoted the idea or you just changed the approach? I mean, pivoted the idea, have you changed the whole plan? But the, let's say, the, the goal was correct. Or the, yes. the sorry, the, the goal was the same. Yes. Or the why was the same, right? But then the 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 service changed, or was it the service never changed and you were just changing the, the you know what will give you the best answer right mm-hmm. now is reading a book called the the blue ocean strategy. Mm-hmm. It shows you how to strategically improve your idea, your business idea. Let's say you want to open a coffee shop. The Blue Ocean Strategy book, it teaches you uh, how to open a, a, a coffee shop that will give you leverage over everyone, that can differentiate you from everyone. How can you open in a market that is full, but opening in a way where you're the only one in this market? It's a, such a unique way of thinking. And I advise anyone who's listening to this podcast to uh, to read the, the Blue Ocean Strategy. Always find a way in your idea to improve it. You can always find a way. No matter how simple your idea is, you can always find this small extra thing that you can change that will give you an advantage over everyone. Hmm. So every time you hit a wall, you can keep the idea. You can change it a bit. You can alter the idea. I'm not telling you not to. But after you alter the idea, the, the goal behind the idea should be the same. The end goal should be almost the same. But if you have room for improvement, then improve it. Don't be egotistic where you're gonna you're gonna tell yourself no, no matter what, I will stick to this idea. Look, you should always be confident, but you should differentiate confidence from being egotistic. Hmm. Confidence is doing something with confidence. Uh, being egotistic is being selfish and knowing the negatives, but at the same time, you're still fighting it and you're still going to open it no matter what. You know, when you, when you mentioned the Blue Ocean strategy, you reminded me of, uh, this is marketing's book by Seth Godin, in which mm-hmm. he mentions the um, uh, something similar to what you just said, like finding your own pool mm-hmm. where where you're going to pioneer a specific product or a specific service to 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 certain specific customers, mm-hmm. and uh, with that, then you have to enlarge it. Like after you figure out who is or who is your pool of customers, for example, and you painted blue or you painted purple, uh, similar to his purple cow book, and then you keep enlarging it. So yeah, I mean the the uh, the the concept is always the same. And he mentioned that if you didn't reach the right customers or the right pool or or whatever, um, you can always try to find another one so mm-hmm. that it can reflect the customers that you are trying to serve, right? 
Yeah. All right, um, Abdullah, this is uh, the end of the podcast. Mm-hmm. Thank you for your time. It was a pleasure listening to you. <laughs> you honestly asked really interesting questions. You, uh, yeah, I, I enjoyed this experience. And thank you so much for the opportunity. My pleasure. My pleasure. pleasure. It was a pleasure listening to you. And thank you for being here once again. And that's it. This is the end of the podcast. Thank you for listening and stay tuned for more.